For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to our NFL game preview here on 100 Yards Football. This week, it's the hometown Atlanta Falcons taking on the Cleveland Browns. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. We surely, one more time, we'll surely appreciate it if you share it. And love it and give us thanks. Joining me as always, and I'm gonna say this I'm very appreciative of this gentleman being here 100 yards of football. I'm gonna say it one more time so I don't care if people get upset. I go all the way back when I was a 20 year old, a junior, home at Christmas. Matter of fact, last night I was preparing for the show. I saw this gentleman recover that block punt in the end zone against Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma, <laughs> in a 1981 Orange Bowl. And then he came to the sidelines and put his headphones on. <laughs> this gentleman is sitting right in front of me. And God is good, man, because if you would have told me that them years ago, I would have looked at you crazy that I'd be doing a show on a platform with this gentleman right here. Florida State is ascending right now in college football. Back in the 70s, they was not even heard of. But this gentleman came there in 1977. Him and several other players changed the history of football at Florida State. That's what Florida State is where they at. And then I want people to listen to this. And I'm going to say it every week. <laughs> I don't care if you get mad. I don't care if you get jealous. This gentleman played 12 years in the National Football League for the same team. Think about that. Think about the character there. Think about the loyalty to the organization. 
I'm blessed to have him. As he gonna break down the Atlanta Falcons and the Cleveland Browns. I don't have to say no more. Oh, one other thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> he always lets me know that the best football is played down in South Florida. <laughs> My man, we know him as BB, Mr. Bobby Butler. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Vincent. How you doing today, man? Hey, I can't complain, man. Got a win last night. The Falcons got their first win over the Seattle Seahawks. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns coming in into the Mercedes-Benz Dome on Sunday playing the Falcons. Well, I tell you, man, this is going to be an old blue-collar um, game. I mean, it, it, this game going to be a working game, right? Let's just be honest, man. Um, Cleveland is doing a great job. I mean, they're the number one rushing team in the National Football League, right? Nick Chubb, a University of Georgia graduate, is leading the league in rushing. He's got 341 total yards rushing, 62 attempts, um, Vincent, five and a half average per, per rush, and four t TDs already in the season. You know, he's on pace, barring injury, to rush for a 2000, have a 2,000-yard season this year if he keeps up at that pace. But you know what happens when you run the football, Vincent, right? You make the game physical. You make the game blue-collar. It's old school football, right? Larry Zonka, right? You know, those kind of guys, right? Uh, my homeboy, O.J. Anderson, those kind of guys, right? John Riggins, those kind of guys. So you make the game physical, you make the game blue collar, and that's what they're going to bring. Now, here's the thing. Not only is Nick Chubb leading the league in rushing at this point, you know, there's a Batman Robin situation going on in Cleveland. Because the guy who back him up, people, people don't forget about Kareem Hunt. Because Kareem Hunt, at one time, remember, he was an all-pro running back for the Kansas City Chiefs a few years ago. Now he's in Cleveland as the number two back. Very productive. He is averaging um, 4.2 yards um, a, a carry, 151 total yards on 36 attempts and one touchdown. So they got a, a, a great system, two running back system. They're leading the lead right now. So like I say, the game is going to be blue collar. You know, on their offensive end, talk about those two guys, their quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, you know, a great pro. I mean, he's a, he's a pro. Uh, he's typically a backup guy, but he's a guy who can get the job done. He's playing well as well. But then they got the receiver, the old Oakland Raider, Dallas Cowboy, Amari Cooper is turning up. He's turning up. So, you know, we know Amari Cooper, man. You know, I don't know of anybody, Vincent, that I've seen um, in the modern day that come out of their breaks like Amari Cooper. All right, so you know he's 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 turning up and he's playing well right now, and so you got those guys on the offense doing well. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is going to be about the run game, in my opinion. Right now, what we got to do because the Brown defense, I'm just telling you, man, their front seven ain't no joke in some ways. All right, so. But what, what we got to do, we got to be physical up front. We got to win the game in the trenches, right? We got to establish 
the run game with our guy, Cadoro Patterson, right? Which we did a great job last week, man, because we didn't start off so good, Vincent. But it ended up he had 141 yards rushing last week. So we got to win that game for us to be successful um, this week. We got to outrush the Cleveland Brown this week in the game for us to have success in the game, right? And I really believe that whoever win the game in the trenches will come away with the W. And let, let me tell you, man, this is going to be a man game because it's going to be one in the trenches. I'm telling you, it's going to be a physical ball game. And it's clear, Coach Smith, that's what he wants. He wants a physical ball club with big playability on the outside. And we know we got the big playability on the outside, right? But can our offensive line match up with the Cleveland Brown defensive front? That's going to be the battle right there. We'll see how that goes, right? But here's the other thing from my perspective, right? I think last week we did a good job. I thought we had a good game plan. I think we stuck with our game plan, and it worked out for us, right? Remember I said last week what we got to do on offense is we got to run the football, we got to establish a run, and then we got to play action down the field. I thought we did a pretty good, decent job last week with that, right? And we came out with the W. But this game right here, Vincent, is going to be won by coaching. Yeah, I, I, it's the first time you might ever hear me say say that because I believe players win games. But this week, the coaches on the sideline may determine this game. And so it's going to be about the chess game. Who can I think the other coach? Who can offset some things and do some things that's not predictable in the game and catch the other team off balance? I think that's going to be a big factor in the game this week. I can't wait to see it happen. So let's face it. Miles Garrett, Jadeveon Clowney, right? Hey, man, that's two handfuls right there. Now, we don't know if either one of them going to play this weekend, but we don't know yet, right? We don't know yet. So we got to count them. Put it this way. We're preparing for them to be in the game. So we, we got we to win up front. So here's the thing. These are two great pass rushers, right? So what we got to do, we got to keep the ball on the ground. We got to keep them honest on defense. We just can't give it to them, right? We can't try to throw the ball 100 times in the game because, you know, they're a psych monster. We're going to be in trouble. But we got to establish a run. Our offensive line got to play. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When we talk about this game, When we look at the Browns' defense, we know they're good up front. But their whole entire front seven, you know, even though they got a bunch of great linebackers who are very aggressive, they run to the ball, they hit. But there's some stats on their defense that tells me, Vincent, they got some major holes on their defense. See, that's why I say the chess game, the coaches, the, the coaches are going to win this ball game this week, right? Now, they got two good safeties. We talked about this young man from LSU who came out a few years ago, Grant Delpit, John Johnson. They might be one of the best two safety tandems in the league. But here's the problem, Vincent. They both lead the teams in tackles. Ah! There's a problem. <laughs> There's a problem. Do they got pass rushers? Do they got linebackers who are running around? 
The Saints lead the team in tackles. There are some holes. There are some opportunities for the Falcons to take advantage here, right? So, Coach, you got to come on with it, Doc. You got to come on with it, right? So, at the end of the day, if we can employ our skilled guys, we got a big three, Vincent. You know that, right? We, we got a big three. We've seen it already. Yes, sir. And we haven't seen the best, but we got a big three. Cadero Harris, Patterson, what can I say? Tennessee volunteer. Matter of fact, t- Tennessee is doing pretty good this year. They're doing pretty good this year. I like the way they play ball. I got a chance to peek them out last week against Florida because I don't want Florida to win any game. So, but we got a Cordell Patterson. Pitts played well last week. We finally got him the ball on these occasions, that's occasion. He made some big plays for us. But Drake London is a man. And if we can get those three guys, if we can find that combination where we can give people a little poison on this end, a little poison on that end, we're going to run the gut and do that, we're going to be very, very productive. You know, Falcon defense has got to slow the Browns running game down. All right, that's another thing. We, we've got to slow the running game down. I'm not too concerned or concerned with the Browns passing attack even though Brissett can do it, even though they got Amari Cooper. They got some guys. But where we got to win, we got to win on defense in the trenches as well. We got we to win in the run game. So I like this game. I like this game more than, more than any reason because we're at home, Vincent. We don't have to worry about how cold it is, how damp it is up in Cleveland. You know, I've been up there a few times in November, so I know what I'm talking about. We don't have to worry about that. We ain't got to worry about the dog pound, right? What we got to do is take care of business in our own backyard. And I really see the Falcons winning this game, Vincent, at home. I got us 24-17 in this game. I can't wait to see this game. This is a man game. When I look at this football game, you think about the Cleveland Browns. And I got some Cleveland Browns friends that live here locally in the Metro Atlanta area. And I heard from a Cleveland Brown fan that I hadn't heard from in two years. He said he's going to be at the game. And he said something. I was on the phone. He said, Vincent, I want you to hear something. He said, I got a ticket to the game. And then he said, I want you to hear this. (laughs) And I started listening to this song. And it says, O-H-I-O, Ohio, Ohio. Oh, hi. <laughs> and then he told me, man, I'm going to be honest. Nick Chubb, I did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. See the town Georgia is going to be in the house. Yeah, no doubt. He's going to have over 100 people in the house. No doubt. Honestly, Bobby, did you think Coming out when Nick Chubb came out of Sonny Michelle, I thought Sonny Michelle was the better running back. And so to be bad. honest, I didn't think Nick Chubb had the quickness to play on the next level. I'm going to be honest. He was a good running back at Georgia. Right, right. But I didn't think he would be the back, 1,300, 1,400-yard back and maybe right. the best back in the game right, right. now. Right, right. Did you see that coming? 
I didn't see it coming. But sometimes, Vincent, what happens, you get overshadowed by other talent. You know, when you think about the college game, right, and, you know, when he playing with uh, Chubb, playing with his boy over there with him, his boy was doing his thing. Yes, sir. And so you think about, you think back on a lot of the great backs that come out of Georgia. Nobody expected a lot of them to do what they did on the next level. Right? Yes, sir. And they always seem to do well on the next level. Nick Chubb, man, one of the things I got to say about Nick Chubb that a lot of people don't know, he is faster than you think he is. See, we just want to say he's a big bruising back. No, bro. He got speed with his game. Watch him play. Just watch him play. He's not just a bruiser. He got speed in his game. And so, um, hey, man, I I, I would have. I, I didn't see it, but he's at the right place for what he's doing. And then my friend started saying, you know, they had a big win last Thursday night over mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. That surprised me there. That surprised me too. Uh, then he started putting out names like Otto Graham, <laughs> Jim Brown, Paul Warfield, Frank Ride, oh, yeah. Frank Minifield, they got history. Dixon. They got history, bro. 1964. The Brown, you, you know how we go as fans. He started singing Super Bowl. <laughs> but the thing that's been impressive to me before I get into the Falcons with the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. I'm so surprised that you didn't bring this up. Uh-huh. Amari Cooper has changed that whole football team. Oh, there's no doubt about it. South Florida. No, I was no, no, no. I, I was expecting, uh, I guess you gave me a break today, Northwest <laughs> High School, Northwestern. Miami High. Miami High. And, Miami and, I, and I tell you this, there's a gentleman that, a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Alabama, went to Morgan State. Mm-hmm. We call him Double Deuce. Mm-hmm. He has a fantasy league going. Mm-hmm. He told me last week in an establishment that I was in on Greenbrier Mall over there mm-hmm. in Southwest that Amari Cooper was the best route runner in the league. And now you come back and you put the stamp on it. Oh, absolutely. And Amari Cooper, there was one player that I said the Dallas Cowboys did not have to lose in the offseason was Amari Cooper. Look how he's changed that team. Yes. No doubt. Now, now to the Atlanta Falcons. I don't mean to start anything today. <laughs> but I got to go back to the gentleman that um, played quarterback on the 80 team. <laughs> there was one of seven in the national championship game. It's really Herschel Walker. You know who I'm talking about. Your niche is the BB2. <laughs> I want you to understand something. Um, sir, you killed the Falcons when you took the eighth pick overall in this year's draft. You said they should have took Charles Cross, the old lineman out of Seattle. But how you liking that city of Compton, <laughs> the city of LA, <laughs> USC? Yes, sir. 16 receptions on the year, mm-hmm. 214 yards. That's right. Two touchdowns, 13.4 yards a catch. That's right. To all y'all, including the beat writers. Mm. You're not talking about Drake London now. <laughs> and then I want to say this, Bobby. Mm-hmm. To my man, you know what I'm talking about. You've really been killing out the smell, but I want all you people out there to remember this. 
Arthur Smith is my number one fan now because he's from the 901. From the 901. That's right. His dad is from Marks, Mississippi, 20 miles outside of Memphis. <laughs> to all you haters, I know what's going here. See, when your father's a founder of FedEx, <laughs> a billion dollar company, you think he's privileged. But see, Arthur Smith, I heard this guy, BB, the other guy talking about he didn't think Arthur Smith was a people's person when he first met him in this Falcons gathering with the media. And I'm saying, where's this coming from? But at the end of the day, he don't have to be friendly because he's gotten trained by his father to know how you people think. But you're not saying that now, though. Then you talked about the offensive line, right? If that's been one impressive unit, that's mm -hmm. off to you, Texas A&M, Jake Matthews. That's mm -hmm. off to you, Drew Dahlman, Stanford mm -hmm. University. That's off to you, Chris Lisbon, Boston College. That's mm -hmm. off to you, Caleb McCary, Washington. Mm -hmm. 179 yards last week. Mm -hmm. And, of course, thank you, Bobby. Cordell Patterson, one more can I say? I'm happy, man. Man. 41 yards last week. Tennessee ranked number eighth in the country in the college football scene. One more, can I say? Arthur Smith from Memphis, Stack Records, Rufus Thomas, Otis Redding, <laughs> David <laughs> Porter, Sam and Dave from your area, Miami. Yeah. So, you know what? This is a good football team, man. Mm -hmm. Very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Week in and week out, they're going to be very competitive. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people saying the win total, three games, four games, five games. But this football team going to win some games, whether y'all like it or not. Whether you have a problem, like Club Nouveau in 86, you had that problem with that J inside your heart. Jealousy! <laughs> the Falcons are here to stay. And, Bobby, you know, leading up to last week, mm -hmm. the main thing they keep talking about, Cal Pitts, the fourth overall pick, not getting another touches, not getting enough targets. What are we doing here? Well, Cal Pitt had 89 yards last week, but like you said, with a three-head monster. It don't matter if you're a first-round pick. It don't matter if you're a second-round pick. And the reason I'm going to bring this up, mm -hmm. Everybody was complaining about Kyle Pitts last week in the receptions he gave. But Kyle Pitts told somebody this. He said, I'm a team player. That's right. That's why God blessed me with this gentleman in front of me. He stayed with the Falcons for 12 years. It's bigger than that. Sometimes you have to be a bigger man. See, it's bigger. It's easy to shoot people down and, and be behind closed doors and want them to lose. But you know what? This Falcons football team is going to be special. Final words, Mr. Bobby Butler, about Atlanta and Cleveland on Sunday. Hey, man, I, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised about the Falcons this year. Um, one game at a time, Vincent. This game here is going gonna, is gonna to test their manhood, right? It's going to be a blue-collar game. It's, it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out, fist-fight, physical ball game. And like I say, the thing I like about it, if we can handle that physical side of it and establish that run on offense, 
we got the guys on the exterior to make big plays, bro. Anything is possible for the Atlanta Falcons. And so I'm excited about it. 24-17 at home, the Atlanta Falcons. My final prediction, I'm taking the Falcons 21-17. As Mr. Butler said, it's going to be a physical football game. All I can say is this. Rock Hill, South Carolina's run that football out of the University of Tennessee. <laughs> Honolulu, Hawaii is playing pretty well. <laughs> California, YA, eighth round pick. <laughs> Stay off him, please. The offensive line has played real well this week. And to you, Mr. BB on the other side, think about this about Drake London for you talking about the Falcons drafting the receiver and then also to the beat writer. Y'all miss one good, y'all miss the most major point about Drake London. Mm-hmm. Look at the school he came from. Mm-hmm. Lynch Swan, mm-hmm. OJ Simpson, Mike Garrett, Running Lott. Anthony Munoz, Bruce Matthews, Sam the Bam Cunningham, Dennis Smith, Troy Palomalo, Carson Palmer, <laughs> Reggie Bush. This is not a school that don't produce football players, brother. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. If you like the video, please come in and share. We surely appreciate you as we broke down the Atlanta Falcons and Cleveland Browns. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landis. Y'all be blessed. Go Falcons. Arthur Smith, my man. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.